Nick, have you heard of the term white monopoly capital? I have heard of it, yes. Okay. And what do you understand it to mean? Or what does it mean to you? To me, um, I understand uh, white being white people, monopoly. Um, it's got to do with property and land and what's what. So white monopoly capital is the capital, the monopoly capital of the country is predominantly white. Okay. That's what I understand from it. Okay. I've never delved too much into the subject itself, but that's what I understand from the term. And where, where have you heard this term? Where have you heard about it? I'm mostly on uh, news. Um, a lot of times on Facebook you see like um, like Josie, what, what, all the different things. And you, you read it up, you'll get it on when you watch the political debates. Okay. or Yeah, that's a lot of times when I hear it. <laughs> and from what you've been able to observe, right, what is it about and do you think it's the right type of conversation to be having? Do you think it's relevant? Um, I think it's a very opinionated one, especially for someone who's not very educated in the in the field, who doesn't go out and study it themselves. For someone like me who only picks up gossip, what what, I feel like it's it's a very big um, issue. A lot of people have a problem with it. Like me personally, from my background, like I don't stand in it, but I do see where certain people come from. I also do feel it's taken too much. In certain cases, like I feel like when they say white monopoly capital, they're referring to every single white owns every single piece of land in the country. I do agree a lot of, especially the farms and the, 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 the a lot of the, the high income areas are predominantly white owned. I, I, I do agree with that. But like from where I know, I know my family, my mom doesn't even own a house. She's renting from like my grandfather and that's, yeah, that's as much as I know about it. Okay. So there's been a lot of media reports saying, or pushing the agenda that it's a myth, it does not exist. No, From who are you standing? What do you think? No, I think definitely it does exist. Like, I think for the percentage of white people to say black and Indians, like, it's what I think 10% whites, the rest aren't white. Um, and I think that 10% owns a lot more than 10% of the land. So I definitely don't think it's a myth, not at all. Like, it definitely is an issue, I, I agree. So, we've heard politicians throwing this term around. Yeah. And together with that term, there's another term that they are also introducing or talking about. It's called radical economic transformation. Have you heard of that term? Is that like, um, like BEE, but radical? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I have heard that. I have heard... Um, like. They also call it inclusive growth. Okay, yeah. that's a bunch of fancy names for yeah. like the third, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what would you understand that term to mean? Okay, well, the radical expansion growth you said. Um, Inclusive growth or radical economic ra transformation. Okay, so radical, they want it to happen abruptly, they want it to happen as quickly as possible. Big changes, quick changes. Um, economical, so how the economy is handled. And they just want to change that, so that's what I understand from that. Um, and you say the second one was? No, it's the same thing, it's just a different term for the oh, same thing. Okay, they yeah. call it inclusive growth. Inclusive growth, I can see where they, they want to include more of the indigenous, the, the South African black men, black yes. women, Indians, yes. whoever's, yeah, coloreds, they want to include that into the thing, inclusive. Do you think it's a legitimate call? As a white person, you are white, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I agree, like, I, I understand where BEE comes in. To a certain extent, um, I feel like sometimes it can be a little unfair, especially like for someone like me. Like, but it hasn't affected me a lot. I have there has been come times when uh, it has affected me, especially my mom and stuff, being jobless, what what. But um, I, I'd say 
Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Maybe not radically. Like, if you, anything radical, you're going to have anarchy. It's known, like, the second you change from, like, what, communism to capitalism, there's going to be a period of anarchy. So, I don't know. Like, I agree, like, maybe the land will slowly be transferred. Like, I do agree with that. Like, don't take it. Like, acquire it in a way. You know what I'm trying to say? So, as, as say, you get all these the white farmers in the Bloemfontein Free State area, um, maybe slowly, like, okay, we're gonna. When, when you're done, when your life is over, you, you can't let anyone inherit it. It's gonna be given to the state, or it's gonna be given to what, what. I don't think they should come in and completely take, like, the land claims and what, what, completely take it away from these people. I mean, that's, there is their lives, and it is, it is to better South Africa in a whole. I mean, a lot of these farms are food that come in the, the supermarkets, the supermarkets, the spaza shops, what, what comes from these farms. And if you have radical change like that, it's definitely going to have a, a very, if it's radical, it's going to have a radical effect on the economy as well. And I don't know if it's going to be the best idea.